Saturday morning, it's Matt and Vicky with you here on Radio Newark. Now joining us on the phone this morning, the moment we've been waiting for, we're so excited. Please welcome Birmingham's very own Mr Jasper Carrot. Good morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Vicky. That's a lovely introduction. Thank you. Ah, it's lovely to have your company this morning. Thank you for joining us. Now, I, I want you to know I got up specially early for this. Oh, we appreciate that. We Thank really you. We really do. <laughs> Normally I'm going to bed at this time, you understand? Yes. <laughs> so how are things with you, Jasper? Have you been busy? You've been well? Matt, they are excellent, I have to say. Um, we've, we've got the tour on the road and up and running, and it's, uh, it's even better than last time, I have to say that. And um, we were talking earlier, and I am doing it for fun, and, and most of the people in the band are doing it for fun. Um, and we are just having a ball. You know, we're doing the. We're not doing the sort of the five thousand seaters and stuff. We're doing those seaters like the Palace in Newark, where you're eyeball to eyeball with your audience. You know, you can't run anywhere. You can't hide. Um, and it's great going going back to that. What comedy is all about? You know, relating to people in front of you rather than that sort of. You know, you buy twenty five pounds to go to Wembley and see somebody on television. And we're just, we, we are having a ball, we really are. We're really looking forward to coming to Newark, obviously. Uh, we were there a couple of years ago, and uh, we just did the one night. We're doing two nights this time, um, because it's, uh, I mean, I, it might sound show busy, but it's such a good theatre. Uh, and the audience are just terrific, just really responsive. So we're looking forward to it. Now, you're right. It's, it, it's lovely to have that connection with your audience, and especially, especially when you're doing something like stand-up. You know, to have that, that reaction surely inspires you as you're going as well. You, you obviously have part of your routine, but you, you adapt it as you're going, don't you? Yes. Um, you, you know, you're, you're adding bits all the time and taking bits out. And then uh, I, I'm not particularly topical these days. I do a few things, you know. But um, a lot of it is uh, stories, and I, one of the sections I do is I've, uh, I've rediscovered some, um, well, not rediscovered, I've discovered some brand new car insurance claim form statements, which I used to do many years ago, which is very popular. So I've got a, uh, I've got a few of those. Uh, and then just um, essentially talking about uh, getting old, because uh, old I am. Uh, and, I, and you have to avoid what other comedians are doing. And, of course, they can't talk about getting old because they're all fetuses. And, and, it's, and it's great because my audience uh, have aged with me and uh, they really appreciate my you know, views on um, being a granddad and all the business. Um, and it's terrific. And my audience is, is, is just wonderful these days because they're very demanding. You know, it's not like I'm not like Justin Bieber where people just come and whatever you do, you scream. Uh, they are very demanding, you know, and they sit there. And if you're not funny, they let you know it. Um, but of course, the music uh, as well is, is a is a great uh, it's a, it's a great show in respect that like the music comes from 70s, 80s, and um, uh, you know it's stuff that they all know. It, it's it's a very unusual show. I, don't, I can't think of anything that's out there at the moment that's like it. But it's uh, we've definitely found. A niche in the in in uh, entertainment that people want. You know, they want comedy without the expletives and music that they know, and that's what we give them. Fantastic. I must admit, it's not something that I've kind of come across before. So the show that we're talking about is Stand Up and Rock yep. that you're coming to Newark for, and uh, by all accounts, it's a it's a pretty big tour. You're actually, from what I can gather, touring right through until December. That's right. There's about seventy dates. Yeah. It's, it's nicely spaced, so it's, you know, we're not going mad. We have a few days off in between. You know, we've got a couple of shows in Newark, and then uh, I think the next there's about uh, five, six days off, and then we work again. So it's nicely spaced, and we've chosen the venues that we really want to do. Newark is 
the palace is a super theatre to play. It really is. Uh, they could do with tidying up the back dressing rooms, if you can have a word with them. We'll, um, we'll try. But out, but out there in the front, it's really good. Do you want anything else as part of this rider? Do you need a specific colour of the M&Ms? Or? <laughs> do you know Shirley Bassey used to do that? Really? Yeah. She, on her rider, they had to decorate the, the dressing room to her colours and put in a bed and all that sort of business. So whenever you followed Shirley into a venue, it was fantastic. If she was coming in about two weeks, <laughs> the whole place smelt of paint and everything, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, we, but we put up with it because it's worth it. If you could put something on a rider, what, what would you have right now? If you could demand anything, what would you want? Statins. Statins. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And, Tell a, us, and a bath with a door in it. A bath with a door. Yeah. They look, they're clever. I, I always think they're going to yeah. leak for some reason. Yeah, they, no, I, well, I, to be honest, <laughs> well, fortunately I don't need one yet. But uh, they are fascinating things. I, I looked at one and I just think, how does that work? But it does. Jasper, tell us a bit about the, the gang that's on tour with you, all the people that are joining you. You've got Bev Bevan in there, you've got Jeff Turton. Yeah, Jeff Turton, of course, was from the Rockin' Berries, from that, the, the pop band from the 60s. And they had those big hits with uh, He's in Town and uh, Poor Man's Son. And Jeff, of course, had a, a big solo career in America, which was tragically cut short. Well, not tragically, but unfortunately cut short because he was taken ill. Uh, or as he, he was called Jefferson in America and had a, had a big hit, uh, but never followed it up. So we've got Jeff. <clears throat> we've got uh, Bev Bevan, of course, from uh, ELO and Black Sabbath. He played for Black Sabbath for a while. But ELO, he formed ELO with Jeff Lynn and Roy Wood, and they were inducted into the American Rock and Roll Hall of Fame two weeks ago. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, uh, and he's coming to Newark. <laughs> we treat him like, you know, very reverently these days. Um, so it's, it's packed with talent. And, and, uh, and, and we, you know, it, it's just... It's music that everybody knows. This is an entertainment show, you know. Musos are... Working with musos is a nightmare because they never turn up on time and you never know what they're going to do. But I've insisted that we entertain, not educate. It's a big difference. Um, And they've they've taken it on board because, you know, when they get the reactions from the audience that we do, they realise that I'm right, you know. And um, it makes for a great touring crew as well. We all get on like a house on fire. And we have a ball on stage ourselves. I think we enjoy it more than the audience half the time. And that gets through to the audience, you know, and and they come along with us. Definitely. It's so infectious to actually, you can see when you're enjoying it on stage, to us as the audience members, we kind of participate in it even more so, really, don't we? That's what we found, yeah. Um, as I say, you know, Vicky, it's a, it's a bit of a different show. It's sort of, you don't, you don't, it's not out there, you know, music and comedy. And, and I think the audience, sometimes because, uh, you know, people come to see me do the comedy, I think some, some of them are quite surprised that there's music. But they're, you know, they soon, they're soon won over with the quality of the music. And, and I get involved with the music at the end myself because I'm a status, uh, status quo, well, a closet status quo fan. And so I do a couple of quo numbers. And uh, it, it really, you know, gets the place jumping. There you go. I can't say any more. We're just having a ball. Because you did, in, in, in terms of music, you, you obviously had your own sort of music career as well, didn't you? With a funky moped comes to mind. <laughs> did you have to mention that, Matt? What have I done to upset you? <laughs> yes, uh, funky moped was a hit, of course. But the, the, it was mainly a hit because of the B-side, which was Magic Roundabout, uh, which was banned by the BBC. Well, I told everybody it was banned by the BBC. I don't think they actually ever did. Uh, but you just had to play it late at night. But uh, Magic Roundup was a very strange uh, single because it's still, it's still the only ever hit single with no musical content. And it was a disco hit. 
Right. Yeah, because the, the, the DJs used to play it in the break, you know, and of course it's all spoken word. And people used to listen, and then they used to say to the DJ, well, where can we buy that, you know? And uh, all the DJs used to buy them off the record company and sell them on the night and make some money. And it got into the charts, and then it sort of took off, you know. But uh, it was it was in the charts for about 15 weeks. Could you believe that? And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it sort of opened up a few doors, and um, I walked through and took full advantage, you know. Yeah, I mean, you've had quite a varied career, haven't you? You've been around, you've done the, the stand-up scene, you, you, you're well-known for comedy. Uh, one of the things that springs to, to mind for, for myself, I remember as a teenager in the 90s, was The Detectives. <laughs> With the dear Robert Powell, yeah. Yes. Um, well, it was, Robert and I were, were, were very good friends, and we'd always wanted to work together, and when the detectives came, it was ideal, because the writers wanted, a, 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 not a straight man, but they wanted a serious actor to actually get involved with the comedy as well, which is what t- appealed to Robert. Um, and uh, I, I would say it's one, of the, it's one of the most enjoyable periods of my career, because Robert is, is just, he's a, he's a terrific actor, uh, and uh, but such a nice man, we're like blood brothers, you know. And I think again, you know, people say we you, we could see that you two were enjoying yourselves on screen, and we did. I mean, we laughed all the time. And the times, the times, if if you if you really study the detectives, you can see that we're actually just about to start cracking up before they cut the scene, uh, and we were just corpsing all the time. And the, the, the director used to tear his hair out because we. We couldn't stop laughing. And what was wonderful, we did it for about seven years, and the crew, just, you know, the sound people and the lighting, the makeup, were all desperate to get on the crew because it was such a good time. And I remember it very well, very well, and with great fondness. Now, when we mentioned yesterday morning that you were going to be joining us on the show today, we got a question in via, via our Facebook page from Steve in Barnby in the Willows. He said, since the dawn of time, there has been a battle going on. It makes a conquest by the Roman Empire look like popping around to the neighbours for tea. The 100 Years' War was a mere argument in comparison. He's talking about man v. mole. He says, no point in shoving garlic down the hole. To them, it's worm garnish. Does Jasper have any other suggestions? Patience. Because um, I'm reasonably well known for talking about moles, this sounds really stupid, but do you really want to know how I got rid of my moles? Oh, yes, please. Okay. I talked to them. I, I heard this thing. It was, came from fin, Findhorn up in Scotland, and uh, it was, a, it was a, a community that was very close to nature. And they said, if you have a problem with animals, uh, summon the head guy or the king or whatever, you know, and, and talk to him and tell him what the problem is. And so I summoned, this sounds really stupid, isn't it? And you think it's a, it's a comedy routine, but I summoned King Mole and I had a chat with him and I said, look, fortunately, we've got a field out there. You can have the whole field, I don't mind, providing you leave my lawns alone. You know, but if you come into my lawns, I'm going to have to get rid of you, and I don't want to do that. And, it, and they cleared off. <laughs> now, the, the reason I know it works is because Bev Bevan, the drummer that we work with at ELO, I mean, he scoffed at it, but he'd got moles. And one day he summoned the king mole. And the ex- <laughs> I'm sorry, you think I'm crazy. But he talked to the king mole, and he got rid of his moles. It is absolutely stupid and bizarre. But for the majority of people, it works. But they have to have somewhere to go. Yes. Right? You can't, you can't just say go and you know, dig under the road or something. You have to give them an alternative or give them a space in your garden where you allow them. And then you're at one with nature.
So it's just having that amicable conversation as opposed to causing a scene, really, Correct. isn't it? The men in white coats are just coming up the uh, garden path now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are very much looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday and Wednesday. Will you get a chance to maybe see some of the sights here in York if you're here for two days? Yes. Um, I mean, I'm coming back from Birmingham. I tend to get there sort of uh, early afternoon just to you know, get a feel of the place. But, of course, I know Newark very, very well. I've been you know, going there for donkey's years. Um, so, but I, and I sort of walk around the town a bit and get a feel and uh, used to ask a few people, you know, like try and find some local things that are going on. So, yes, I will indeed. And um, if I'm passing your studio, I might just pop in and have a cup of tea. By all means, the kettle is always on. Oh, you're a good lady. Thank you. Wonderful. Jasper, thank you very much. We wish you the best for the tour. We're going to come down. We'll pop down. We'll come and see you at the Palace Theatre. Uh, so this is Tuesday and Wednesday evening. That's correct. And the name of the show once more? It's Stand Up and Rock. Excellent. It looks fantastic. Jasper, thank you so much for your time today. Absolute pleasure, Matt. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you, Jasper. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Matt and Vicky at-